Hello. My name is Gav Fafti. Last week we spoke about waking up at ridiculous amount of time, waking up at ridiculous times. Um, some of the times that I woke up at 5am um, and all about my 5am challenge. We, well, I spoke about golf hacks, um, students with passions, technology advancements, and also I made a reference to sheeps, lambs, and sheepdogs. My name is Gareth Rafti. And this is chapter 16 of Building from the Bottom. Sign off this week, September the 24th, Monday, September the 24th. I, my initial point that I wrote down was leaving others a little bit better with every social media post. This point came to me after reading the book that I'm reading right now, which is called How to Win Friends and Influence People in the Digital Age. And it spoke about, after every social media post, think about how this will help the people and help make your audience have a little bit better of a day and how it will provide them a little bit of value every single post. And I thought this was very useful after hearing lots and lots of people talk about needing to provide value on social media. And so I thought that I would write this down and talk a little bit about it. So with every post that you're posting on social media, make sure you think in your head, how is that helping you to become well, helping your audience to become better people and how, how it helps you to want, well, helps people to want to follow you. Because everyone wants to gain something from following someone. And so whether you provide someone free content, discounts on products or services, or just motivation or a friendly face, Everyone has and wants different things on social media. And so whatever you provide to them, try not to make it very salesy. So don't try and sell a product or service. Um, don't try and get them to do anything. Just provide value. So if you put up a post trying to give people a bit of motivation to continue to work hard, tell people that they're doing a good job and yeah, just help the people that are following you in any way possible. My next point on Monday was all about public speaking. On Monday, it was a freshers fair, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later and on that day there was 
foundation students coming in and having their induction talks. And so I went along to speak to to speak to some of the foundation students in the business college that are basically my cohort because I'm the people that, well, I'm the person that will pretty much be answering their prayers and making sure that everyone gets heard. And so I wanted to introduce myself, tell them who I am and basically provide as much value as possible to the students. So I walked around the room just before just before the people came in and I put my business card on every single and on every single table so that wherever you were sitting you would have my card. This business card includes all of my social media details and my phone number and my email so that any student that wanted to get in contact with me or didn't know where to turn I would or I would always have their back and so I thought taking my business cards along with me would help the students because it means that they most of them haven't added me on social media which is okay but if they feel like they need someone to talk to they know that they can contact me and it also saved me time rather than going around and adding every single person on Facebook for example I also told them not only about my role because to be honest I think they would have fell asleep if I told them just about my role so I told them a little bit about some I basically gave them some tips to uni because university at the moment there's a lot of conspiracy around whether it's useful or not and especially because in the past 10 to 20 years everything has changed in life technology social media the internet the way that we work but the only thing that hasn't really changed is the way that we educate and so i spoke about this and i spoke about goals and finding your passion to all of these foundation students because i wanted them to know how important it is to find your passion and that I wanted them to try out as many different things as possible in order to help them find this passion. So I told them to go out and do a two week work experience placement. And if they don't enjoy it, then they've gained stuff to put on their portfolio and they've also gained knowledge that they don't enjoy it. And so I went in trying to provide them value. And it seemed as if everyone was listening and everyone was interested. I did this public speaking on Monday and then I repeated a very, well, it was the same one, but with a larger crowd on Tuesday. On Monday, there was about 25 people. Wednesday, there was about 45. And they were both foundation students, uh, but just two separate classes. So first thing in the morning on Monday, 9 a.m., this is what I did for 10 minutes. So I said I was going to talk about freshers and lecturers, um, lectures were starting on Monday. So everything was a bit hectic. 
for those of you that don't know what Freshers is, um, Freshers Fair started on Monday and Tuesday. And this is basically a fair which universities run for one or two days. And you go along, speak to people on stands about a range of different things, whether that be the local nightclubs, whether that be sports and different clubs you can become part of, whether that's speaking to lecturers. There's a a lot going on over these few days. And I was on a stand on Monday and Tuesday for Taekwondo as I am a committee member, I am the treasurer. And so I was on this stand and I was speaking to people about Taekwondo, speaking to people about their experiences so far at university and speaking basically about freshers and about university as a whole. And it was really great to meet so many different people from different backgrounds, different courses, just to hear what people are interested in and what they've been doing over the summer. Lectures also started from me, which meant on Monday I had my induction lecture, which basically ran through what's going to happen over the next year. And this was really good because it kind of allowed me to plan what modules I'm going to be doing and learn a bit more about each individual module and topic I'm going to be learning about. So that was another thing that I found that was really, really interesting because we also had a few kind of guest speakers in. And by guest speakers, I don't mean like local employers. I mean other lecturers from different areas that just came in to make sure that we knew all of the opportunities that were available. So we had a woman named Joe Eaton that I've spoke to before. And that was really good because she was telling us more about different placements and different abroad opportunities that we could get involved in. Which I will come on to talk about later about the abroad opportunities and the opportunity to travel abroad and work abroad. Oh, and also study abroad. Moving on to Tuesday. It was a very, very similar day to Monday. I did public speaking. I had a lecture and I also found out, well, and I was also on the fascist stand. I also found out about one particular module that I will be doing. And it was a bit more in depth about that particular module and how it will be assessed um, some key dates for that module and more about some of the stuff we will, we will be learning and I find that really really interesting because it's called integrated marketing communications and the reason I wrote this in my journal this week is because this was the module that has stood out to me the most after hearing all four of my modules being told to me about all the different parts of it. This one stood out to me because we're going to be learning and needing to run a campaign which 
integrate different types of marketing methods altogether. So it could be a TV ad with a radio, radio ad as well as a print advertisement. And you have to do it all at the same time. And how do they interlink with each other so that if you see the print advertisement, you would also get the same message as you would from a TV or a radio advertisement. I hope I explained that well. I believe I did. So that was really interesting. And I'm looking forward to learning more about the more traditional methods of advertising and marketing because social media comes natural to most people my age as we've grown up with it. And so the traditional methods of advertising will be a bit different. And I think I will learn a lot from that module. Something else I learned on Tuesday. Um, well, I got offered a cool project and this, this project is going to be working with some of the staff members at the university, part of the technology enhanced learning team. And I swung by to ask to, to basically speak to a particular staff member at the university after they had sent me an email and I spoke a bit more about this project and it does sound really, really, really fun. I'm not yet going to tell you exactly what it is, but I'm going to be working very, very closely with a person named Tamsin. I briefly spoke about her last week. I will include her social media details below. She's a foundation student on a business foundation, and then she's going on to the same course as me marketing, PR and advertising next year. And she's creating content on most platforms, especially doing really, really well at the moment on YouTube. And so as soon as I met her, we bounced off each other, our ideas were flowing. And so later on in the week, I invited her to take part in this project and I will be speaking a bit more about that meeting I had with her later on. But look out for more details about this project. I will be telling you in the upcoming weeks about what the project is, what it involves, and some of the, the awesome stuff we're going to be doing. I'm really, really excited for it. And finally, on Tuesday, I thought I was walking down the road on my university campus. We had a lot of Domino's people. And for those of you that don't know what Domino's is, it's a pizza company. And they were standing there offering us discount codes and free pizza at the university as part of our freshers. And along this road, there was three people doing the same job, offering leaflets as well as bags. And I already had some from the previous year and from this year. And so I didn't want to take any. But whilst walking down this road, I was thinking about being humble and showing gratitude. And so I said to every single person on that road, when they offered me a bag, I it was about 4 p.m. So we were just finishing up at Freshers Fair. and 
they offered me a bag and I said, no, thanks. I'm good. Um, but thanks for today. You've done an amazing job. Good job. And they found it a little bit strange, but it put a smile on their face and that's what I wanted. So there's about five people that I said this to and I did get some weird looks from the Domino's staff members, but they left with a smile, which is great because standing outside and being rejected from a lot of people can be quite, well, it can down your morale and make you feel a bit unworthy or unwanted. And so me going around and saying that was doing a little bit of happiness and spreading a little bit of happiness across the campus. Because I'm constantly trying to show more gratitude and show how thankful I am for what people are doing. And that was just one way that I, I thought I would make other people happy. Wednesday, the 26th of September, I was thinking about change and how change comes slowly. If you want things to change in life, you have to be patient enough for the change to come. This links very closely to my next point, which I mentioned on social media, but I'm mentioning again, I'm not ready for fame. I'm not ready for 1 million views on a video I post out. And I'm certainly, certainly not ready for a large business. And even more so, I'm not ready for a large fan base. Now, I don't have the smallest of fan bases. I have a couple of hundred people on each of my social media. But if things were to change tomorrow and I was to wake up and have a million people following me and a million people liking and commenting on my videos, I wouldn't be ready. If my if I start my business today, officially start it and then next week it was to go viral and become really, really successful. I think it would catch me off guard a lot and I would still work at it, but I would definitely be showing a lot of well, I'll be a little bit stressed, I'll be a little bit nervous, and I'd also be quite excited because if a business grew overnight, it would be a massive, but then it's also easy to lose track on hypergolf. And so I was thinking about it, and it's all about the process that I'm going to be making over the next few months and years whilst building this business and going through my journey. And that will prepare me a little bit more for building a business larger um, and employing people and the process and all of that of being in business because I've never built a business before, never really done anything like this. And so 
every time I can learn, I am learning. But I also believe that you can't be 100% ready for anything. Um, and if you feel 100% ready and 100% okay, then you're not really progressing. So you need to have that little bit of, I'm a bit nervous or have that, that 1% that, of you that's a bit uncomfortable in order to progress. And yeah. So if you want to progress, push yourself out of your comfort zone. Something that I try and do quite a lot. The next point, which again links to the previous point is taking a step back. Take a step back once in a while find a location in which you can take a step back and reflect on your current position in life, whether it's where you want to be going, whether it's not where you want to be heading and just take a bit of time to just reflect on your current situation and your current position in life. Change obviously comes slowly, but being able to reflect on where you are right now and whether it's where you want to go can really, really help. It can help you to know whether you're going on the right path. And if you're not on the right path, allow you to edit and audit your life so that you are on the road to your version of success. On Thursday, the 27th of September, I only wrote down one point. And this is after several people saying to me and me thinking about, I, on Monday, Tuesday, and pretty much Wednesday, I thought a lot about how many hours I was working during the day. I technically ended up working on personal development and just generally working on general stuff like the freshest stand, speaking to people, taekwondo, etc., etc. And I was working about 17 to 18 hours a day. And people were saying that you need to take a break and you need some time off, but you, need, you also need to make sure that you have fun with your job. And that's what I wrote down. Have fun with your job. Because you don't want to be stuck in a job that you don't want to be in. I've said this before. People are always talking about it on social media at the moment. You need to make sure that you enjoy the path that you're on. And if you don't, seek help with the people around you in order to help you to get on that path that you want to be on. On Friday... Friday the 28th of September, the first point I got down was assumptions. Making assumptions about what people are doing, what people feel, what people think, what's going to happen in life can come as a positive because you expect more things, but it can also come as a negative. And I say this because if you assume that things are always going to go badly, then they are more likely to go bad. 
and you're more likely to put a little bit less effort in than what you would if you were sure things were going to go well. And so when you're thinking about the next upcoming opportunity, which you're going to apply for, don't think that you're not going to get it because you're more likely to not get it. Following on from this, a completely different point. The person I mentioned earlier, Tamsin. So, as I said, she's a huge person that is creating content at the moment, working really, really hard to make this content and make it as engaging as possible on multiple social media platforms, especially YouTube. And so I set a meeting with her for one hour. I did have three hours free, but I set it for an hour. And we ended up lasting three hours long. Initially, the meeting was just going to be talking about that opportunity I was telling you about and the core project, and I wanted to offer her some opportunities. But then we ended up talking about that as well as her background, my background, and horoscopes and um, stars and the meaning of life and the world. And we talked about a lot of different topics. She's really into astrology and horoscopes. And she was telling me about my horoscope. Now, my star sign is technically Sagittarius and Scorpio. And she found that really interesting because they're opposed elements. I think, she, I believe that she said, Scorpio was water and Sagittarius was fire. Or it could be the other way around. Something like that anyways. And so she was saying that this was really interesting because it means that uh, you could be either one or you could have a mix of both. So I find that quite, well, I find that really, really deep. And that conversation that we were ha we were having was really, really interesting and one of the key points we talked about is is the world really a world or are we just an electron and for those of you that are into your science you will know what an electron is an electron is a negatively fused part of an atom i believe that rotates around a nucleus and protons which are positively charged and so technically we travel around the sun so how do we know that we're just not an electron and how do we know that our world or even our galaxy isn't just one single cell and the one thing that's always been on my mind since being in school is that we got told 
If you look through a microscope as far as you can into space, you end up hitting a point of blackness. And maybe that point of blackness is the edge of a chair leg, but we're part of a chair leg. Um, or maybe it's just the next cell, or maybe it's the end of an object that we are part of, but we don't know. Because technically inside of us, we have millions of cells, if not billions. And inside those cells, we have individual different parts. And every single part of us, whether it's something as simple as a piece of your skin, your nail, your lungs, anything, it has cells in it. And so we talked really in depth about this point and it just questions the whole idea of what we consider as reality. And so that was really, really interesting. She also recommended a TV show to me and that was called The Good Place. This is, this is on Netflix if you want to watch it. If you've already watched it, it would be great to talk about it. This TV show is all about the idea of death. And when you die, the heaven and hell approach to life. But what actually happens when you die? And it's quite a comedic TV show. It's quite funny. It's a bit random. But it's definitely worth watching if you want to have something intellectually stimulating before you go to bed. The episodes are only 20 minutes long, so go and check it out. Moving on to Saturday, the 26th of September, which is also yesterday. Try and audit negativity. And by this, I mean as much as possible if you have negative friends, you have people that are just generally a bit more negative. Try and spend more time either by yourself or just with other people than this person or people. Because the more you're around negativity, sometimes it can suck you in. And you don't need that. This week, I have also been thinking about Spain. As I mentioned briefly earlier, the university allows you to basically go and travel or work or study anywhere you want especially if it's in within Europe where you will gain some funding. And so I am going to Spain in January right through until the summer. Not 100% sure what month I'll be back yet. But yeah, I'm going to Spain. And I've been thinking about it a lot because I've been saying I'm going to Spain since about Christmas last year. And I've been thinking about it, about what it's going to be like and how it's going to be great to just get away from all of the commitments I have at the moment and just spend time to focus on what really matters. And I also get to audit my life because when I go to Spain, I drop everything besides university and besides my business. And so while I'm studying away in Spain, I will also get to find out more about my routine and I'll have a lot more time to focus on building myself as a person 
And so I'm really, really excited for that. I've also started to kind of count down a little bit and watch the clock and the dates. And I've been thinking that in three months to four months time, I'm going to be there. And it's not the fact that I want the sunshine. It's not the fact that I hate everyone I'm around at the moment, but I could just do with some time where it's just me. And I don't have all of the busyness of there's about seven to eight commitments I've got at the moment that I do on a regular basis. And when I go to Spain, all of that will drop and I get to start again and I get to choose what my commitments are. And so this will allow me to put myself on a better track, I believe. I also had a conversation yesterday whilst on a open day stand talking about sustainability um sorry not sustainability suitability of an open plan office and whether an open plan office is really suitable for business or whether you should have a closed office as a manager perspective from a manager perspective and this guy was talking about how Technically, if you have an open plan office, people can nag you, phone calls, you don't get the privacy, and sometimes there can be a lot of background noise, etc. And it was really interesting. And something I want to do in my business is have an open plan office. But I want like everyone to chat from different apartments, different departments, and be friends with each other. I want everyone to get on um, from different departments, such as HR. I want them to talk to people that are doing social media, for example, um, along with the accountants, etc. And I want everyone to communicate with each other really effectively. And so that's something I've been thinking about how I can tackle this when I'm in business. I want everyone to be able to communicate easily. We will see what happens when I gain office space and build on it from there. My last point for Saturday is, are you happy? Honestly, are you really, really happy? With your life right this second, while you're listening to me, Talking to a mic on Sunday evening, are you happy? Are you where you want to be? Are you on track to where you want to be? And if no is the answer, what are you doing about it to get yourself on track? It's something I've been thinking about a lot lately, how I can make myself a bit more happy. Because with my life right now, I feel a bit muddled, especially this week. After stopping the 5am challenge, my routine has kind of gone. I'm doing a lot of things, but I also, in the larger eye of the view, my larger view feels like I'm doing nothing. And that's what I'm trying to figure out in my life right now. 
And finally, Sundara Fati of staying on this deep point. Something for you to think about over the next week. Who am I? What do I want to be? When you're 60, 70, 80 years of age, looking back at your life, what do you want to see and what do you want to enjoy? And what do you want from life? How are you going to get it? This week I got asked a question. What is my biggest fear? This was a question by a guy named Camille, I think that's how you say it. And basically, I responded to him pretty straight, straight away with my answer. I'm scared to wake up one day when I'm 70 and look back on my life and see that I regret. See that I wish I took another path, I took another journey. Because I know that when I'm 70, 60, 80 years of age, there's nothing I can do about it. And so at the moment, I'm trying to figure out who I want to be. Because I feel like I have a split personality at the moment. My personality when I'm by myself, which is all business and a lot of focus on personal development and building myself as a person, building a business and building my life. And then there's the other side, which only happens about 24 hours a week. And that's me when I'm with my girlfriend. And we don't get up. Well, she doesn't get up until probably at least 11 p.m., 11 a.m. And she doesn't really like me getting out of bed. Well, she doesn't mind me getting out of bed, but she likes cuddles when she wakes up. So I just don't. So I've been thinking a lot about, do I want to be the successful person that is wealthy and has a, a lot of time invested into career? Or do I want to be the average person with a happy, happy family? A lecturer once told me that I need to decide. There's three things in life. I can only remember two of them. And she said, you can only, you can't have all three. You can always have one. Maybe a push two, but you can't have all three. And that's been playing through my head since you said it about three months ago. Three, four, maybe it could have been five months ago. Do I want 
a happy family? And if so, my career and my wealth will then be, it will change because a lot of time will be invested in family. But yes, I do want kids. But I want to look back and see that I've built something. I want to, I would like wealth. And if you have a career with a family, usually it's very difficult to have a happy family and quite a top-notch career where you're earning quite a lot of money because yes i would like wealth i'd like to go into a shop and not need to worry that i might not be able well that i can't afford to have something as simple as branded tomato ketchup And so to end this week's podcast on a quite deep note, think about what you want from life. And are you on that path to achieving it? My name is Gav Rafferty. This has been Building from the Bottom, Chapter 16. If you're listening, thanks for staying till the end and thanks for your support. Have a great week, guys. Speak soon.